least how I feel when Only person who can stop you is the man in the mirror When you look down at your wrists and you see money When you look at your shoes and you see money When that scarf on your neck means money Burberry scars, shrimp and perion Living like a comet, moving amongst the stars $100,000 sports cars, silk massage, menage a trois Yes, I've been a boss Burberry scars, shrimp and perion Living like a comet, moving amongst the stars $100,000 sports cars, silk massage, menage a trois Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls Children of all ages, welcome to a show that's for wrestling fans, by wrestling fans. Welcome to Top Rope Wrestling Talk. And if you don't know me by now, I doubt you'll ever know me, but I'll tell you one more goddamn time. I, I am your producer, your soundboard extraordinaire, the jack of all trades, the master of absolutely none. The one and only South Philly psycho, D-O-M. And I am joined by the first lady of Top Rope Wrestling Talk, the whole ass vibe, the ninth wonder of the podcasting world, because we don't treat her like a woman, but most of the time we don't treat her like a man. Yes, we do. All the time. She is Latina Heat herself, Grandma Wendy. And of course, no episode feels complete without the founder of Top Rope Wrestling Talk. He is the man, the myth. And in case you've been living under a rock, he is the biggest MJF mark you will ever fucking meet. Take that, Keymaster. He is badass, but he is also high class. He is the one and only Bruce. And joining us, our, our neighbor and our very special guest. Uh, what can I say about it? She's the co-host of Ladies Night. She is... The co-host of the Rewind Network, she is a member of the C- of the Coastal Championship Wrestling family. She is the the entire network's biggest thirst trap. Let's be honest. She sells more shirts with a pair of boobs than anyone I ever knew. She is the temptress witch, Ivy. <laughs> <sighs> So kind of you, Dom. So kind of you. You need to uh, give Ted some pointers. Ted's always all sweet and sentimental and talks about how beautiful I am, but he doesn't always cite my accomplishments. So we well, gotta work. Duh. <laughs> I mean, I can so, say that, but everybody knows that. Well, I mean, duh. So this this episode, um, I mean, we've we've got uh, a, a short window time frame, so we're gonna I'm gonna kind of give you the outlook and and of this, and we're just gonna kind of pop off with everybody and get everyone's view, um, and points on this. You know, you know, this episode is something that's near and dear, uh, to to uh, to a lot of us. It's um, you know, we're gonna talk about mental health and in professional wrestling, and you know, it's really not a good thing and in a good place. Um, you know, Malachi Black uh, just took a leave of absence, I guess you could say, from from professional wrestling for mental health issues. And, and, and I, if you want to know everything that happened, you can go on his Instagram and read it. But it, it was it was a lot, and it was heavy. 
Um, the dude basically hasn't hadn't taken a day off in 22 years from professional wrestling. So that's a toll in itself. Like, listen, when he was in WWE, he was on the road 355 days a year. He was on the road. He he was home like the million dollar house. You're there for ten days out of a year. Um, I don't, I don't blame him for taking this time off. And if he comes back to AEW, I would be stoked. If he goes back to WWE when he's done, I'll be happy for him. As long as I get to see him wrestle, I'm happy. Um, but for him to take this time to himself, and, and for Tony to to give him his release and give him what he asked for, you know. Um, is is pretty good, and, and you know, there's just a lot of other stuff in the past. You know, Hana Kimura, Nia Jax let uh, w- got let go because of mental health issues. Bray Wyatt was supposedly released because of mental health issues. So it's not just one person. It is very, very heavy in the in the wrestling world, and I actually think the work schedule. Is is what does it to him, especially in WWE? I, you know, yeah, Malachi was in AEW. You know, when when everything happened for him, but like I said, if you go back and read, it's just it's a lot of shit at once that happened to him and his family, and it's it's pretty deep. Yeah, um, but I know AEW's like work schedule is lighter because they just yeah, it just. It just is, you know, they, they work one day a week and then every three months they work two days, you know, they, they record live and then they, they record rampage. So there's just so much to talk about and I could keep going. I actually want to hear from Ivy first and then I'll go over to you, Dom and Wendy. Um, and you know, we'll go from there. Mm. Mm. Well, 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 you have come to the right place if you want to talk about both wrestling and mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to consider myself almost an expert on this uh, this topic. Pretty much um, in my shoot life, so breaking kayfabe for a second, I'm a nurse, first and foremost, right? Um, I have worked psychiatric nursing, um, so I know what mental health does on the regular to just people like me and you. Right. Um, with that being said, you couple in the career and the pressure of professional wrestling. Bruce, you mentioned on the road all the time. Mm -hmm. That is a big thing. Being away from families, being away from loved ones, the constant demands of traveling, you're in different cities sometimes in the same exact day. Right. It's a lot for somebody to take in. Um, and it, that balance becomes really difficult because you're almost running on autopilot all the time because you just can't take a break. Mm-hmm. So it's hard. Um, and then wrestling alone, you know, you're, you're living your gimmick. You have to yep. put on this show. You've got your <clears throat> held to like a certain performance standard, you know, where you have to go out there and kill it. Otherwise they're going to knock your ass down on the totem pole. So you mm-hmm. have to be able to deliver what you're claiming that you can put out. It really is a lot. Um, Perfect examples, like I, just the top of my head, Jeff Hardy, substance yeah. abuse. And it has been documented and said multiple times that this has been an ongoing issue with Jeff. You know, he's he's really had a struggle. And um, uh, like 
a lot of that is attributed to how much time he spent on the road and away from his family. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's been addressed in the, the different documentaries. Um, I believe there, it was in the, the Jeff Hardy story, uh, and then the Matt Hardy, the Jeff and Matt Hardy story, both touched on how Jeff has hit these low points because of wrestling. Yeah. Because this is not like his, his spirit, his soul. He is not a type of person who likes to hit this rock bottom, but he just cannot cope. Mm -hmm. And how can you learn how to cope with the life when you're in the life? You yeah. have to step away. Um, I do have to say, super, you know, impressed with how AEW has handled the the more recent, you know, situations that we've seen, like Malachi Black um, and John Moxley. You know, when he had to step away, like, kudos to them, because I do not know of any other time where a large company was like, we understand that you need time. We recognize that this is an issue for you. Take the time, get well, come back to us. Right. A lot of times WWE, they look at it like, okay, this is a substance abuse thing. You're released. Go on. Yeah. Get get mm -hmm. out of here. You know. Um, they don't offer the help that they need. So I do think that, you know, as of you know, most recent years, mental health is becoming a big thing. There's been a lot of, you know, eye opening about it. We understand it better. We know what these conditions are. We we know how to treat them now. So because of that, I think Overall, we're seeing more acceptance, more understanding, and a little bit more compassion for those with mental health issues. Whereas if we backtrack to look at someone like Chris Benoit, mm -hmm. Chris was blacklisted. And of course, horrible, horrible, horrible situation. But if we had the resources for mental health back then that we do yeah. now, would that awful, tragic situation even occurred? Right. If somebody, probably like, if we probably have three more people here yeah. right now. If somebody had recognized, you know, Chris has is showing signs of severe depression. Um, he's definitely unhinged. He's been using steroids. He's taken hundreds of hits to the head over this career. If somebody would have recognized that all of those things coupled together created the perfect storm and that that storm was brewing, mm -hmm. interventions may have been able to be taken. Mm -hmm. So mental health is serious. And I feel like up until recently, the wrestling industry ignored it. They didn't want anything to do with it. They yeah. wanted to write it off because they were too worried about producing their shows, putting out their content, and making money. And if you weren't able to live up to that, then you had to see your way out. Yeah. Yeah. Mental Absolutely. Wendy? Cool. I think also this speaks volumes socially of where we're at um, to kind of um, go along with what Ivy said about like the acceptability of it. Um, it's been so taboo, especially for men um, to speak up about what's going on. You know, men are expected to be these strong figures and especially in an industry like wrestling where there's so much physicality, where that strength is expected of you um, to be able to say, Hey, I'm not okay. Like shit up here is just not quite right. And I need to step away. The fact that it's 
we're more accepting. We're able to actually say it and say, it's, it's fine. Take your break. Without shame, shamelessly. Exactly. That's what it is. Yeah. And boldly saying like, I'm not well. Yeah. And no one's saying, oh, what a fucking pussy. No one's saying yeah. any of that. People are just saying, do what you need to do. We'll be here when you get back. Yep. Speaks right. volumes of, of where wrestling is now socially from where it was not even that long ago. I mean, look, look at what happened, like you said, with Chris Benoit, with Chris Canyon, who was living with, mm-hmm. like, so many dark secrets, unable mm-hmm. to do anything. And it, it was the heart-wrenching pain that these men go through to be able to finally step up and say, I'm not well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've come yeah. a long, long way. And I, I appreciate that TK's handling it like he is. And he he's aware enough to see how it's been handled in the past by by the WWE and to be able to say, I don't want to do that. I'm going to break that cycle and treat my talent like people, not Mm -hmm. machines. Volumes of him as a leader. He may be crazy and coked out, but at least he's doing (laughs) it. At least he cares. Yeah. We also have to look at like quality versus quantity too in the wrestling Mm -hmm. business, right? Mm -hmm. Would you rather have five big names that are a draw that are all mentally well and you know able to compete or do you want to have 50 smaller names that are not going to draw as much business and everybody is like off the freaking chains oh yeah Yeah. a thousand percent yeah Yeah. and and i think that's that's something that that you know tk has kind of noticed he's he's kind of weighed those options and he's like this is why i'm handling this the way that i is so it makes Mm -hmm. perfect sense Mm -hmm. right all right dom yeah i mean it, it it's tough to see people go through, especially stuff like Malachi is right now. And I, I know we all know somebody, or may, or we are someone with a mental illness. Like I, I don't think any of us have ever shied away from it. Like Brucey has his issues. Mm-hmm. I'm a recovering addict. I'll, I'll next month will be 21 years clean. My wife has PTSD. Wendy's got issues. Ivy's got issues. It made her oh, the perfect know expert on all of it. And when you when you think about whether it's somebody you love or it's yourself, would you want another person to look at you and go, "Oh, for Christ's sake, shut up and go to work"? Yeah. Nope. Hell no. That's Hell no. I might nothing. hit you if you say that. Straight up. And, and I've become a lot less violent in my older years. But if you say that to me and I'm having some issues, you might get knocked the fuck out. And so I do appreciate what Tony Khan is trying to do. And I think as far as wrestling has come, I think there's still a little further that owners of these promotions and fans alike could go to, to you know, possibly help protect these, these wrestlers with illnesses. Like, I know you look at Malachi Black and you think, that is a villain from a DC movie. Like, that motherfucker has no fear, no pain, feels nothing. He's not even human. But there's, it's like Rhea Ripley said, because she suffers from mental illness. Mm-hmm. At, at the end of the day, we're all fucking people. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what these guys are. I know they seem like larger than life or pulled from a comic book or whatever the fuck you want to call them. They are still people. And so I think we all need to be a little bit more understanding. And I think it also falls on the talent. Because if you're a wrestler, one of the biggest things that you worry about, I don't care if it's then, now, I'm hoping not forever is keeping your spot. 
A guy like Malachi Black was the new shiny, and then he looks, and all the new shinies are coming in the door. And if he is struggling, he doesn't want to back out because he's got a spot to maintain in this company. And here comes Keith Lee, and here comes Swerve, and here comes all the ROH guys, and Joe, and everybody else. And he's like, I can't leave. If I leave, I'm done. Yep. And maybe he's pushing himself through this because of the mentality of I need to do what I got to do to keep my spot because that is a huge part of professional wrestling. And, and and if Tony was willing to say to him like, Hey, go do what you got to do. Get yourself in a good place. Come back. We'll think about bringing you back. We'll, we'll, we'll give you your spot back. We'll do you whatever you want. Good. That's the way that it needs to be. We, we breaking that thought process in a, in a wrestler's mind, because there were more than just Malachi and Rhea Ripley. I mean, you go down the list. Uh, Brock Lesnar himself suffers from social anxiety disorder. Big E and Sasha Banks have talked about suffering from depression. The, the, it, it is rampant, not only in the industry, but in the world today. Mm-hmm. So the more accepting you are of it, and the more the talent in this industry understands like I can say I'm not good and keep my spot when I come back the better everybody will be and if something like that to Ivy's point happened back in the day with Chris Benoit we've still got three people here Yeah, because it was a long time between the unfortunate passing of Eddie Guerrero and Chris Benoit doing what he did and on top of that, when they when when Dark Side of the Ring aired the episode, um, you know, talking about Chris Benoit, it was apparent. I mean, the signs were there, and mm-hmm. nobody recognized it. And that's because of the lack of understanding back then. Yeah, it I was mean, that, and it was Benoit, basically, with that thought process of like, yeah. I have to keep my spot. I was just world champion it was for that, the first that time. Pressure, like, that pressure to maintain the image and the capabilities and function normally. And everybody who has a mental health diagnosis, or even if it's not formally diagnosed, but you know you've got some mental things that are going on, you know that struggle. It is tough, okay? I live that every freaking day of my life. I have depression, anxiety, and I am like borderline bipolar. Okay. So like, it's really hard. And I know now how to recognize my symptoms before I knew what I know. I didn't know what was happening. I couldn't explain why some days I'm like through the freaking roof, ready to like clean the house top to bottom, run a freaking marathon. But then for three weeks, I'm in bed feeling like I can't do anything because a, everything is overwhelming, but B, I just don't have the desire. I know how to recognize when I'm going through those different phases now, and I've learned how to work through it. But back then, I can't imagine that Chris would have had the capabilities of feeling comfortable to come out and speak about that, number one. And number two, he felt like he had to live up to something. He had to stay relevant. He had to stay in the business. He had to hold his spot. He had to keep pursuing his character and, you know, his career because he was afraid that he would lose everything. Like, it's crazy. And, And before anybody leaves it in the comments below, let me just say one thing. None of us, none of us are excusing what Chris Benoit did. I will gladly put the blame on him, but I am not going to put the blame on him alone. No. And 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 what we are are talking about is fact. It's been put out there, and it's part of the reason why. Well. 
I, I don't know. All this was it's 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 just a heavy heavy thing to talk about period um but yeah you you guys all hit on great points and and you know tony tony did do the right thing with malachi you know and let him go and let him walk in and do what he has to do you know and 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 i honestly feel like triple h and stephanie would would do the same thing you know maybe not release him from their contract but let them go home. Yeah. You know. Um, I could see that. So let's, you know, let's all just hope things keep getting better and, and keep getting recognized in the business because these men and women beat the shit out of their bodies just so we can have something to talk about and put on YouTube, you know. Right. Right. I mean, I feel bad if I push these guys on a podcast and they're not in the right spot mentally. And and if you're the promoter of a major wrestling promotion, you ought to feel a lot worse than I do. Well, with all of that being said, you know, make sure if you do have something going on, you reach out and you talk to someone and yes. or call someone or do what you have to do for yourself. Get that help. Because um, there's always there someone no there to talk to and reach out to. With that being said, there are two places on Facebook where you can find us. One is Top Rope Wrestling Talk. That is our group. That is where we have our uh, put our memes up and we have our forums and our threads and we just have fun. The second place is uh, Rewind Wrestling Network. It's uh, the page. It's where you can find all our podcast content. You can find episodes of Rewind Wrestling Network and you can also find episodes of Top Rope Wrestling Talk on there. Then you can go over to the Twitterverse and you can find us at Top Rope WT. Then you can find us at the award, the two-time award-winning uh, worst Instagram handle ever at top underscore rope underscore wrestling underscore talk. Wendy. 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 She's going to make me do this. Hey. Oh, well. I didn't realize I was on mute. Chris! Oh, oh, you were really talking? I thought you were yeah, messing with me. I was like, oh! pretzels, but I didn't want to be all like, crunch, 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 during like, you know. Oh, you mean like last week? Okay. <laughs> tell, tell the world where they can find our back catalog. You can find our back catalog on anchor.fm backslash trwt. From there, wherever podcasts are freely distributed, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, you can find all of our old episodes there. As for our new ones, dumb. Yes, Wendy. For our new episodes. Oh, well, that's easy. You can find our new episodes on the Rewind Wrestling Network. You can go to their page, you can go to their YouTube channel, or you can go to their link tree. All you have to do is type in Rewind. And again, that's W-R-E-W-I-N-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Ain't we great? You'll find us, you'll find Ivy and the Rewind crew. You'll be able to follow us anywhere, subscribe anywhere, and catch up on everything. Oh, yeah, and merch. I almost forgot about merch because Teddy didn't put it up on the link tree. You can find our merch at trwtmerch.threadless. I almost messed up again. .com. It, we have several logos. 
a vast a vast array of merchandise everything tumblers buttons mugs notebooks stickers uh cell phone cases i would be surprised if there's a if there's not a trwt3 condom on there i'm not even gonna lie but you have to go to trwtmerch.threadless.com to find out for yourself and hopefully there you go my face hopefully help help someone like grandma get to get to san antonio for the royal rumble or someone like me get to wrestlemania 40. i'm gonna get to florida so i can hang out with bruce that too and go to CCW <laughs> and go to a CCW show show and say hi to Ref Amy. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> She's thick as fuck. She is thick. <laughs> like hey, girl, Wendy. you thick. <laughs> Wendy. Ruth. Stay fresh, cheese bags. Dom. You know, for this one, I'm gonna switch it up. Get the help if you need it. Everyone deserves a second chance. If I didn't get it, I'm not sitting here. Right. Ivy. Yes, there yes. is. Yes. Thank you. Needed. Call that number. <laughs> Believe it or not, I have this along with many other crisis hotline phone numbers in my resources. So, <laughs> nice. I'm going to do is find Ivy and ask for help if you need it. She'll get you in the right place. <laughs> yes, I will. Deuces, bitches. Bye.